Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Starsage, coming to you once more. This time from Lady Dumara, Her Majesty's carriage. Yes, I have decided to step out of doors and run a few errands today. So we will see what I get up to. As I'm speaking to you, it is early mid-afternoon on a Sunday. It's just before two o'clock out here in not-quite-apple country as I'm leaving the chateau. And we are having unseasonably warm weather, but I'll get into that more in a moment. So, how are you? And what have you been up to lately? I hope you've managed to stay safe and keep mindful of others. Here in the great state of New York, the uh, recent events have led us to believe that it's the time to lift restrictions to lower our standards, as it were, uh, regards to all things uh, related to the pandemic, because uh, we would like people to believe that life is returning to normal. Now, you may take it from the tone of my voice that I am a skeptic of that reality, and uh, you know, I'd like to say that I'm a, a pragmatist. Uh, I'm somewhere in between on the reality. I, uh, I would like for things to be calmer, but in light of world events, I don't know that's entirely possible. So I will just uh, <laughs> take Haven in uh, my little superhero-like disguise and that I do still wear a mask when I'm out in public. I'm actually headed to the store presently as uh, Madame uh, <laughs> Nala, Princess Nala, our senior calico girl, has uh, become quite picky in her years and uh, basically there's only a couple of varieties of her cat food that she will entertain and when your kitty cat is a senior and particularly if they're a runt and potentially underweight you do all you can to uh, make sure you get to hold on to the dear little souls for as long as you can and when she's got vim and vigor and, and spunk and can still bounce off at, off the walls at her age you don't question the magic you just <laughs> open your wallet and say alrighty I guess I'm going to the store uh, kind of like uh, telling uh, you know what I imagine is like telling your child they can't have that item that uh, they so long for for Christmas or their birthday or what have you. Yeah, I'm never going to experience that reality, so this is uh, 
my version of that. But anyways, it is a sunny day out. As I mentioned, it's unseasonably warm. We are still a week away from the first day of spring. And uh, as I am no stranger to the climate that is the state of New York, I grew up here. <laughs> I know, because I've checked the forecast, that tomorrow it's supposed to be back to uh, quite chilly temperatures, uh, about 40 degrees, and we are expecting some of the white stuff tonight. So this is just a thin slice of heaven for those of us who are bold enough to venture outside our doors on this great day, this first weekend of March. And uh, we're hoping that the weather will prove it to be uh in like a lamb, although usually the rhyme goes in like a lamb, out like a lion. So we shall see. But uh, when last we spoke, it was, uh, well, it was after the holidays and we had had our Valentine's Day. And, uh, well, hubby has been... Uh, to put it mildly, a little unhappy at the shop around the corner. There have been some goings on where uh, one of his peers has really not been uh, pulling their own weight and uh, there's been a fair amount of tolerance. Uh, you know, someone else might assume that this person has skeletons in their closet or, uh, you know, knows where the bodies are buried. Um, <laughs> All those things that would make for a great HBO series, you know? But uh, the poor souls that have to survive along with them are um, suffering because uh, this person uh, is not subject to any sort of retaliation or, shall I say, just simply being held accountable. And, uh, well... Hubby was shop shopping, <laughs> shopping around for another position, and well, the, the hard reality set in that uh, his dream job basically had not changed their tune in recent years uh, in light of uh, people gaining a better understanding of what their worth was in the last couple of years and deciding uh, I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take I'll put up with it <laughs> uh, his dream job was not going to despite his many years in his uh, industry we're not going to pay him much more than a new hire employee at the uh, the Megalo March you know Walmart and, uh, well, that just doesn't custom, cut the mustard, because if you want to recruit quality talent, you need to pay competitive wages. And uh, this just sends the message that uh, <laughs> the people who are at this company are just flying by the seat of their pants because uh, there shall be mass exoduses. And, uh, well, I am, uh, 
you know, not uh, completely oblivious of this reality is uh, at the candy shop, we have had a fair number of folks who've become disenchanted, mostly by virtue of being left in the dark. Um, you know, uh, after being allowed to work remotely for these past couple of years, and it has been uh, encouraged to continue, so unlike other companies, we are not under that, uh, that microscope, that expectation that we're going to have to go back to a building. But there has been no talk of hiring. There are no expectations that those who have left through one reason or another are going to be replaced, which leaves us sort of short of, forgive the term, manpower. And uh, it's a little disheartening when you think of principles of economics, as it were, because when your company stops spending money on you, it's a sign of things to come. You are not of worth to the company, despite the scratch and sniff stickers that they might pass out to like children. Not that they do that, but uh, they used to, you know, peddle the free pizza back in the day. Well, it just doesn't cut the mustard when uh, you just simply make your company morale about happy birthday and happy anniversary. How about a, we appreciate you and this is the plan for the long term? You know, um, since we have been remote at the candy shop, all we have heard about was the reduction in our workforce in our counterpart office. There's been no discussion of what the plan is for the future and what our role is in that. They've just simply said, hang tight and hold on. And I, for one, am not... <laughs> I'm not believing the Sermon on the Mount, you know? I've been at other companies before where th this type of approach, this type of attitude is often a sign of things to come. So we're going to do our best to make informed decisions. <laughs> we have feelers out there. And, uh, you know, I I've got my uh, thumb on the pulse, so to speak. I, I know some folks were looking and uh, we've, we've sort of uh, have an unspoken rule that you look out for your own kind, although I couldn't tell you uh, the last time <laughs> I just, uh, out of the blue, got a greeting from one of my co-workers. I mean, uh, aside from my dear friend Mario that uh, I worked with at the Union Hall last summer, um, you know, certainly his friendship is appreciated and adored and we will stay in touch once uh, our paths become divergent, but, uh, you know, it's trying times that we live in, and, uh, boy, I uh, wish 
I could do things differently in many ways, but I'll speak more of that in a bit. I'm just arriving at the store, so I will continue this later. Alrighty dighty, we just made it back from the store. Got a few essentials, some supplies for the work week and a uh, variety that uh, Madame Nala seems to prefer. So hopefully we can get her to uh, explore a healthier appetite, <laughs> which seems to have arrived with the nicer weather. Uh, however, that's due to change tonight, as I was mentioning. But, you know, you enjoy your day in the sun, quite literally. Um, it was nice to step out of my door and not have to feel like I was gearing up for a, a mission to Mars. <laughs> I was quite astounded by the fact that I was able to walk to my car and not have to wear so much as a sweatshirt or a uh, windbreaker or, you know, a light jacket. I'm not sure what the kids call it these days. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's uh, mid-70s right now. And uh, I'm just sad to say that this is closer to summer weather, or late spring here, not quite apple country than uh, is normal for this time of year. But uh, you take it where you can get it. You know, um, count your, your blessings. Ah, can't believe I said that. But, um, you know, all good things. And, uh, well, all right. So this is uh, sort of a brief show, but um, we are taking everything with a grain of salt. We're happy to hear that Hubby's boss, uh, Mr. Slugworth, I'd like to call him, at the shop around the corner, uh, put in notice, not leaving the company, but uh, transferring to another location closer to their home. And uh, while that means a changing of the guard, it also means that some things are going to stay the same. Uh, at least for a while until more permanent arrangements have been made. Uh, one of the folks that uh, haven't been pulling their weight uh, is uh, slipping under the wire because uh, they don't have a permanent store manager coming in. This is going to be a, uh, a situation of borrowing. They're actually going to be training someone new for the position. And, um, well, that doesn't uh, leave very high expectations. But uh, I will continue more in a brief moment. Well, now that was quite interesting. I stopped for a moment there because I was going to grab a bite to eat on my way home to the chateau. And, uh, well, <laughs> if you didn't pay attention in uh, Earth Science class there, kiddos, uh, whenever you have extreme changes in weather, in, in particular temperatures, it seems to promote uh, more severe activity. We've been experiencing high winds today, folks. That was just the wind outside my driver's side window. <laughs> so we are currently 
out and about. Or, uh, I'm using the royal we, of course, as uh, Hubby Billy is at work presently. But uh, we are looking for a bite at some place with lights on. It is still daytime, but, you know, that's the expression. Somewhere that has power and... Uh, I live near a county line, and sometimes that means you get different utility companies, so uh, we will check in with you in a moment again. Okay, so that was definitely a hit-or-miss situation. Uh, I had a good indication that there was a, a sign of life, if you know what I mean, uh, you know, uh, looking for uh, signs of life in the cosmos there. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I had uh, working traffic lights on uh, my way, uh, or at least after one uh, intersection with the lights out. Uh, the next one, uh, a mile or two down the road, did have uh, working traffic lights, but when I arrived at the next establishment, although the uh, the menu board was working, uh, they were waiting for their system to finish coming up, so well, I guess I'm going to be stopping at the gas station for a sandwich, because, uh, you know, I don't feel like having what I eat all week long at the chateau since I work from home, so... <sighs> You're joining me for an afternoon adventure of hopping the uh, utility poles, apparently. <laughs> you heard it here first, son. Surely you just. Oh, so talk about tedious. <laughs> Three strikes, practically. I drove by the gas station. And uh, judging from the traffic light being out uh, at the intersection just before, it was no surprise when the pumps themselves were off as well. So I figure I'd better uh, stay in my car and uh, hither yonder. <laughs> and uh, as irony would have it, I ended up a stone's throw from the chateau in my quaint little village. And, uh, you know, up until recently, we were the last bastion of hope in uh, small-town America because we had a mom-and-pop grocery. And uh, they decided to close their doors, although apparently they also have another location a few minutes away, as they say. But uh, I, I just wasn't feeling the drive today. So I ended up at the Drunken Do-Nots. Yes, that's that's what I like to call the, the, the Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, yes, I'm sure that there are those of you who are fans of this establishment. Uh, I, for one, um, favor them above the Star Schmucks because, uh, well, their prices are a little bit more modest. But, uh, you know, if I, if I want uh, something akin to real coffee, I'm going to stop at a gas station because uh, they still brew it and I'm pretty sure that the folks at Drunken Do Nots don't actually grind anything these days. Uh, you just strap on a bag like you're changing the soda fountain and um, you know it's just hot water and syrup 
if you're curious to know more about that, folks, I dare you to gurgle, Google, the term green coffee. It's uh, quite the trend there, folks. The companies don't have to wait for the beans to ripen. And, uh, yeah, they're selling you syrup. Anyways, I managed to grab myself a sandwich, and I am just uh, traipsing on the way back to the chateau, so I'll just uh, conclude my recording in my own abode. Okay, so I have pulled in at the drive and put away my groceries fed the puddings, had my coffee and sandwich, and I'll be headed for a nap shortly. Yes, folks, I am of that age. <laughs> I'm not going to bed, uh, you know, after sunset just yet, but uh, I do appreciate an afternoon snooze, uh, much like my, my dearly, dearly departed grandfather. Uh, you know, the uh, ongoing joke in the family was that he may have looked like he was napping after dinner, but he was just resting his eyes. In fact, uh, I do recall an occasion or two where we would be talking and he would speak up from his easy chair, <laughs> surprising the bejeebus out of us, so... Anyways, uh, I'm probably going to get my name out there to a uh, few prospective employers because, uh, you know, that's what you're supposed to do in uncertain times. And uh, it's always nice to get some attention. Uh, makes you remember that you're uh, valued. <laughs> so what is coming up for us? Well... Uh, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, we are firmly ensconced in our fourth season of that show I do with my nerd brother, my partner in crime, Mr. Toppy Smelly, our show about film and television trivia, Matinee Minutia. And, uh, you know, we recently discussed a uh, early 80s animated film with the voices of Gilda Radner and Billy Crystal. Uh, latest episode was about a uh, animated feature called Animal Olympics, and this was actually a listener request. Mac in Florida mentioned this, and uh, it's got a sort of a cult following. If you haven't tuned in yet, it's about a film that was commissioned by NBC during the Olympics year of 1980, during which um, President Carter boycotted our participation in the Summer Olympics, which were to be held in Moscow, Soviet Union. And uh, in that time, of course, uh, <laughs> the folks behind the Iron Curtain had just stepped across the border into Afghanistan, and, uh, well, they're at it again, folks. If you're not paying attention to world events... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Animal Olympics, go check it out at Matinee Minutia, M-A-T-I-N-E-E, Minutia, M-I-U-N-M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E dot -E -E com. And uh, 
check out the latest. We're also on YouTube. So every now and then I will uh, have a little bit of fun by getting into character and putting on something silly and, uh, you know, maybe uh, doing something silly. So go check out our videos. So um, we are shortly due to have another episode because we do this twice a month. And uh, on the third Friday of the month, which is the 18th, day after St. Patrick's Day, we're going to be discussing a mid-60s film starring uh, famed actor Mr. Sidney Poitier, who we sadly lost uh, just around the holidays this past year here. Uh, but he did have a long and a celebrated life and career. He lived to his mid-90s, folks, and he had over 50 acting credits and even stepped behind the camera in later years and directed nine films. We're going to be discussing a film called A Patch of Blue, which is about a woman uh, who's lost her sight, and uh, Sidney Poitier's character becomes... A Close Friend, uh, A Patch of Blue, starring Sidney Poitier, and a young Shelley Winters. Now, uh, if you're not very well uh, versed on the classics, later in her career, Shelley Winters would be in the Poseidon Adventure. She was that lady who was very skinny in the water, so she was a, a swimmer in uh, a Poseidon, and uh, she helped save the day. But uh, we're going to be discussing that in a couple of weeks here on Matinee Minutia. And, uh, well, let's see, what else do we have going on here? The uh, last weekend, we were due to take our annual trek down to the Mid-Atlantic and uh, attend a, a, a nerd family reunion that had been a tradition of mine for ages. Um, I choose not to say their name simply because I'm not so sure I want to patronize their business any longer. Um, <clears throat> they chose rather than to include folks who uh, are sheltered normally. Uh, and by that I mean people who may have a repressed immune system, uh, people who probably have not been able to venture outside of their homes during this past couple of years through to, uh, well, the pandemic. And, uh, you know, I, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Get your mind out of the gutter. Um, no, because one of the first experiences I had with interacting with differently abled folks was attending this convention Yes, I led a sheltered life. I grew up in the haystack. There was no diversity in my school. It wasn't until I left home and left the state of New York in my early 20s before I worked somewhere that I'd met people who weren't born in this country. So uh, this was a big deal to me that I was meeting people who, uh, you know, were not uh, having the use of of all their their abilities. And, uh, you know, science fiction is supposed to explore our difference and celebrate them through diversity. And the fact that this event chose 
to not require proof of vaccination in addition to a recent negative test just made me feel that they had turned their back on their uh, loyalist regulars. These people who, um, the likes of Bill Shatner, had made fun of in the 80s by saying that they live in their parents' basement. Now, of course, that certainly is a stereotype, and, of course, uh, that was just simply satire, but the truth of the matter is, it is some people's realities, and when you can't be inclusive of others, it's just (laughs) very defeating. So, uh, at least as of now, I am choosing to change my priorities, and I'm looking forward to another event that is occurring in the Mid-Atlantic there um, this summer, and hopefully things will be a little less ridiculous then. Um, But uh, this event, Shoreleave is what they call themselves, uh, is requiring proof of vaccination, masking, and uh, a negative test for COVID-19. So uh, that begs the question, if they can do that, why can't their sister event, which... Uh, in some circles, they'd say that they are kissing cousins because uh, it's a small fan community, it's not that big a town, and I am sure that at some point uh, the two have met and have had uh, a meal or two together. So, I think you catch my drift there. Anyways, uh, the change of seasons is shortly due upon us. And that is going to provide us all with opportunities to be out of doors more often. And I, for one, intend on uh, taking advantage of those opportunities. And uh, I will be digging out the bicycle that I purchased (laughs) last summer that uh, my dear sweet husband uh, never managed to find the time to finish adjusting because he was concerned that uh, it might not be accommodating to my personage. And uh, yes, I, as I've mentioned to my co-host, I never managed to learn how to ride a bicycle because out in the haystack, there was nowhere that I could get to from which I didn't have to return at the end of the day meaning that most people in rural America, unless you're very fortunate, have jobs that simply pay the bills. You are working for gas money, and you're lucky if you can make ends meet or simply break even. And so to that end, when I was still living at home, meaning under my parents' roof, I never managed to aspire to even a part-time job because uh, the closest thing to the big city was at least 30 minutes away. And uh, (laughs) that was uh, not something that I was open to considering at the time. So, yay for adulting! (laughs) 
I'm gonna go online and celebrate the fact that I could hunt for a job without having to print out anything and, uh, you know, walk the beat, as they used to say. Alrighty, folks. I hope that you have been able to spend time with loved ones, that you have been mindful of others, and that you have checked in on your friends, especially those that you may not have heard from him for a while. You know, people can wear a smile, but still be miserable on the inside. It uh, is a uh, mask that we can all wear very well. Depression is something that uh, <laughs> is a camouflage in the corner of a party. Okay, so drop by for Matt Name a New Show on the 18th. You can tweet me on Twitter at DJ Starsage or email me djstarsage at gmail.com. That is all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. This has been an Alibug production. Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. Univazpods.net.